Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. to Following On, the podcast that's available via the Following On podcast feed every week and also on the TalkSport Cricket YouTube channel. I'm John Norman and for the next 20 minutes or so alongside Michelle St. Patrick Hewitt and also Steve Harmison as we look back on a four-wicket win for the West Indies over England which has sealed a 3-2 series win in this five-match T20 series. England bowled out inside 20 overs for 132 and the West Indies were made to fight for every single run uh, along the way. They lost at wickets. Um, England was still in it. Uh, a brilliant uh, 19th over from Sam Curran meant that the Windies went into that final over. There was still a little bit of work to do, uh, but Shai Hope uh, put it to bed with a beautifully hit at laced at six over extra cover uh, to spark some scenes, I tell you. Uh, we're going to look back at the match. We're going to look ahead to the World T20. We're going to try and work out some squads that uh, you're listening to Talk Sport 2. And this is following on. Well, Michelle, you said West Indies would win the series, and West Indies did win the series. Indeed, I did, and not one to. No, I won't blow. <laughs> but, but no, do you know what? What I will say is, after the, the fourth T20 uh, on Tuesday, we had a discussion on following on, and I, rem- I remember it well where we said, what happens if West Indies win, right? And they win the final game. How, in sport, we're so big on narrative, and how will the narrative change now, now that England didn't come back and win the series? And similarly, in the Caribbean, how will the narrative change now that West Indies have won the series so I, I i believe that some people will be very quick on the on the west indian side some people will be very quick to say this is even more evidence of the darren sammy revolution they beat india 3-2 in the summer uh, they beat south africa away uh, earlier on this year and now they've beaten england 3-2 at home as well and some will be quick to rush and say west indies have to be considered one of the dark horses or favorites for the world cup i'm not going to go down that line right similarly with England and obviously Harmy will get into it will there now be an eagerness for some to go down a narrative of this is further evidence that England aren't where they should be and so on and so forth just almost not focusing on the fact that in the third and the fourth game England played really well do you see what I mean so I'm reluctant to kind of come with a great big statement 
as to what does this show. But what fundamentally it should show the West Indians and what I will focus on is that they have shown now three series in a row that they can, they can compete against teams that are deemed to be better than them. They've beaten England. They beat India, correct? And South, South Africa? Africa yeah. I mean, that's three pretty good teams. Yeah, I get that. And then you go, wow, well, there's well, the West Indies on the up and up. But then you see the sign of the times because in between the fourth game and the fifth game, the Pickett Test squad with seven debutants going to Australia. So you just worry where the West Indies cricket's going to be at. So when, I don't know about you, John, or, or Marsh, that June's a hell of a long way away in West mm. Indies cricket. 100%. You're right, though. I mean, I don't think that either of these two sides come away from this series with many people saying absolutely, undeniably, ultimate truth time, they're going to win the, the T20 World Cup. But I think what we can walk away from this saying is that uh, both sides possess players that can win a match. Both players, you'd say, have got six or seven absolutely nailed-on starters. Maybe a couple more for West Indies, actually. Uh, but, of course, we also have to remember, this is as close to the strongest T20 side West Indies are going to be able to put out in the park, and England have got a few to come in. Yeah, I think when you look at you look at it from a, an England point of view, and the cold light of day when you analyse what's happened, you go, they've got off to good starts, so we've been looking for that opening batter to replace Jason Roy or Alex Hills. I mean, if you look at the games, the T20 World Cup, you know, victory in Australia. I think we've nailed down that spot in Phil Salt. I think he's he's done enough to to say right that's mine. We've been poor at the death, really poor at the death, and we've been poor leading into the death of taking wickets without with Adol Rashid apart. I think Rian Ahmed is is showing every time he puts on an England shirt, he's getting better and better, and he's getting more experience, which is great for a 19 year old. And I think the death side of it, and the number four spot, number three, number four spot. I think, which is a key pivotal role, but are players that have to come back. So the death spot, I would imagine, if Joffre Archer's bowling and playing for his school side in Barbados now, the likelihood is he's going to be fit for the World T20. So if he's going to be fit for the World T20, Mark Wood's going to be fit for the World T20, and Ben Stokes comes back into that number four spot, all of a sudden with Phil Salt at the top, who's probably ticked the box and got his inked into that number one spot, you're now thinking you're now looking at the areas that England have got questions over the last probably three weeks, which is bowling at the death and maybe it's that man for all that shy hope man for all situations in the middle, then England haven't got to worry about that because they've got Ben Stokes to come back and they've got Josh, and Johnny Besto and they've also got Mark Wood and, and, and Jofra Archer, fingers crossed from an Archer point of view. So I don't think all's lost in this series. I think there's been a lot of positive stuff being played from both sides. You know, when you, when you, you look at it, I think some of our key players have been put under pressure in under pressure situations. Some of them cracked, some of them have performed and I think put that all into the melting pot I think England now are 99% certain without them Pakistan three games coming up in the summer, T20. I think Matthew Mott and Josh Butler can go to the Caribbean and to America knowing now what their 15 is. Well, let's try and name the 15 then. I think we've both agreed that Butler and Salt are opening. Yeah. I think we feel that Bairstow will be at three. Yeah, before we, before we go on, I, I think England have gone from looking at the players in the list to actually how are we gonna how are we gonna hit the World Cup, and I think that's power at the top. So one, two, and three will be 
the, the power play players where they go ultra aggressive in the power play. They've got two for me. They'll have two players in the middle order for all situations, like what Shy Hope's done. The six hitting all rounders in the middle, which served them well during the last T20 World Cup victory. And I think this is the most important thing, and this is where they've been lacked in this series. I think they need a new ball, new ball bowler who can take wickets. And one of them new bowl bowlers has to bowl at the death, and I think that's where Archer comes into it. So I think that will be the game plan, the template that Butler and Mott and Key and Luke Wright and the management team look to try and fill the 15 players with. I think that will be the game plan. Uh, I should say, by the way, that Moti was named player of the match today. Uh, Phil Salt was named player of the series. Uh, we are uh, going to be looking back and... Sam Ellard, Cameron Ponsonby uh, are going to be releasing podcasts tomorrow as well. That'll be available via, via the following on podcast feed. We will talk about this game uh, as well. But we're just trying to put together our uh, our squad. So Livingston at four. Does he retain that place at four? No, not for me. Stokes at four. I'm going Salt, Inkton, Butler, yep. Inkton. Yep. Pesto, Inkton at three. Agreed. Bro- uh, Stokes at four. Right. Brook at five. Okay, so they're going to change things around then. Yeah, but I think that I don't think they're changing things around. I just think they've tried somebody because that one key component is not there, which is Ben Stokes. Okay. And Livingston for me would be at six. Okay, well I think we're we're agreed there. Does Ali play? Yeah, I was about to ask that. For me, I'm looking at it's that Ali Curran role, depending on surfaces, depending on areas. I think one or the other. I'm trying to work out how I can both get them both in my side. And if, if anything, you, you're basically saying it's Ali Livingston and Curran for two spots in, in my team with Archer, Rashid, Wood and Topley. I think Reese Topley has to play. Let's break away from this. Let's head out to the middle. Like I said in the ODI series, all I need to do for my team is win games, man. And today was a different situation. Obviously, I, did. I didn't need to score at a certain rate. But the key was to stay at the end. As long as I stay at the end, I'm sure we're going to win the game. And was that your mentality throughout? I've got to just bat through here, and if I do that, we win. Yeah, we know that we've got very good strikers in the team. We needed someone to really play as deep as possible, and that was my role today. From the, from the halfway stage, the guys told me to just bat all the way to the end. As long as I do that, we're going to win the game. We've seen England in the last couple of games bat incredibly well. To restrict them to 133, how much credit do you have to give to the bowlers? And was it hard to bat out there early on? Did it look like a hard wicket to get going on? It definitely wasn't the same wicket as last game, I can tell you that for sure. Um, it's a bit up and down, a bit too paced, and some of the balls are keeping a bit low. Uh, but I must commend the bowlers for the effort that they put in. Uh, having to bounce back after those last two games, we really took a beating the last two games. So to see the guys come back and play the way they did, I must commend them for sure. For the conversations over the past couple of days, after a couple of defeats, what did Rodman say to the team? Uh, we had a pretty long meeting, and we discussed some specific plans, especially to Salty. Uh, we said if we couldn't let them get off in the power play, that was the main focus today, to try to restrict the power play, control the power play. And we saw, we, we saw that the trend was, as long as we control the power play, then we, we found ourselves in good step going on for the rest of the game. And we usually come up victorious at the end of that. You beat in England, who are the T20 World Champions. There's a T20 World Cup here in six months' time. A little smile on your face there. I bet you already can't wait for that. And as we know, West Indies in World Cups... You guys know how you either don't you either don't qualify or you win it really, don't you? That's that's what you guys do, right? Hey, that's cheeky, that's cheeky. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, man. Anytime a World Cup is here, we're always up for the challenge, you know. It's good to see we're here. We're playing in front of our home crowd this time around, and with the way we're playing our cricket, just a few things we need to work on and shape up on. But I can see us picking at the right time, and we're going to have a great tournament coming up in a few months. It feels like everyone in the Caribbean though, is well and truly behind this team. Do you get that impression that 
you know, people are sitting up and going, oh, hang on a minute, Russell's back, the big boys are here. Yeah. Do you get that impression when you're out and about the streets? Most definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a different vibe, man. You are seeing people, they always come out and support, but I can feel a different buzz now. They seem as though they're really, really out behind us. You can feel that. You can feel as though there's a 12th man out there. And as long as we keep that same energy coming through, we're going to give them some more performances and then we're going to win something, hopefully, in the next six months. And also as well, um, this year's over now, but you've got some exciting things personally coming up as well, don't you? Obviously, you're going to go to the IPL, we've got the World Cup, yeah, yeah. and then the big one, Yorkshire for a couple of weeks, right? Well, I'm not sure about that last one, but uh, yeah, any, any opportunity that I get now, I'm very thankful. For the last few months, I've been playing well, and it's nice to see that the teams are actually looking at my progress. Uh, happy to... To, to thank my supporters so far, people that really pushed me to the point where I am. And just want to keep growing, man. Keep growing, keep growing. Final question. I know you've got a lot of, uh, lot of people uh, to go and see. Sum up the last couple of weeks. What does this mean to you and the West Indies? Uh, it's a great, great step in the right direction. Something that we've been talking about a lot, but it's all right to speak, but you want to make the actions speak louder than those same words that we're speaking about. I'm just happy to see the guys growing, man. Really and truly. You can see the fight, you can see the determination, the effort, the focus that we have. The planning is great, the prep is great. We just need to continue executing more and more consistently and we're going to be a strong, strong team. That was uh, Shai Hope speaking with uh, the cheeky Sam Ellard. And uh, let's, uh, so where were we with the squad? We got, we got to about the, uh, the, the Moe Nally, Sam Curran conundrum, Rashid's in, of course. I mean, the fast bowling of Wood and Archer are back. Actually, looks pretty rude, doesn't it? You've got yeah. because Topley is picking up wickets and he's looking dangerous, and he's got left arm, and he's about ten foot ten. He's a, he is a quality individual. He did it again today. Sam Curran at the death. That's where we're going to bowl him. I mean, do you bowl him there when Archer and Topley are in there? Well, you have the option to. Yeah, I'd, for me, I'd I'd have Archer Wood and Topley as my three seamers. I'm picking Sam Curran to bowl two death overs and batting at number number seven. Uh, then you're, he's fighting with Mo and Ali for, for a spot. Is Mo and Ali fighting with Liam Livingston for a spot? I think Liam Livingston probably inks in at number number six. But when you look at the rest of it, I think Archer bowls bowls the that that brilliant two at the start, two at the end, very very well. Topley three at the start. You can get one out of him in the middle if you need to, um, and you you have somebody like Mark Wood to come on just before the just as the power player finishes. And then you have a wood, I would have a, a wood and Rashid combination leading into them death overs of, of sort of 13, 14, 15, 16 of, of Rashid and, and wood where you're having, you're having players trying to take liberties with 92, 93 mile an hour and a, one of the best leg spinners in, in world cricket at this moment in time. So when you look at it like that, it's all easy on paper. The big conundrum is: Can you keep Wood fit? More importantly, can you keep Archer fit? And I think another one, even more importantly, can you keep Topley fit to get them to June? Mention about how long, long away June is for the West Indies, but for them three cricketers especially, that's a long, long time away. Okay, Matt. What about you in terms of the uh, the squad and the team? Are West Indies as close as they can possibly be right now? I think West Indies still have some issues that they need to resolve namely their their opening pair isn't what it's not firing like they'd want it to fire uh, uh, across this series I mean uh, King had an 82 but Carl Mayers hasn't fired is Johnson Charles the person to replace Carl Mayers there's question marks there I think the middle order from Puran at three so what is it Puran, Hope, Powell, 
Rutherford. That's probably a lock at this stage. Shimron Hetmeyer is going to have to do something extraordinary to work his way back into this side. He may be in the squad. He's certainly not in the side. Romario Shepard is in this team when he comes back. But where West Indies, where their biggest question marks come, whereas with England, provided people are fit, you can go right. Joffre Archer, everyone wants Joffre Archer. Mark Wood, um, Topley, and there's players to come back that make a difference. This, I'm worried about West Indies bowling. I think a lot hinges on, maybe even too much, hinges on Gudakesh Multi and Akil Hussain to, to control um, games. And then the other problem West Indies have got is it's a bit samey, right? So you've got Andre Russell, right arm, medium. I know he can be a bit quicker, but medium fast. Jason Holder, right arm, medium fast. Romario Shepard, right arm, medium fast. Um, Alzari Joseph. Al now, so Alzari Joseph and O'Shane Thomas. West Indies need to make a decision that is it better to go in with two out-and-out -out quicks and then your cadre of medium-fast players. So they will have to make a difficult decision. Really and truly, Jason Holder, Andre Russell and Romario Shepard, it should be three people fighting for two positions. They can't all or shouldn't all be playing um, in the same team. And then lastly, which I'll just end with, England have a left-arm seamer in Reese Topley. I think this West Indies attack needs a left-arm seamer. You have to have variety. And I think if you come under pressure like England put them under pressure in the third and the fourth uh, T20, if you've got the same thing coming at you, it's very easy for a game to get out of control in that situation. What's Sheldon Cottrell up to? It's going to be Sheldon Cottrell or Obed McCoy, I would imagine, but neither one is in, in, in the best form. But as um, Harmy says, there's seven months to go, so there's still a long time for things to get better or unravel. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It'll be unravelling. <laughs> um, but the West Indies do get up for the for the big events. I mean, when they play, um, Sam actually had it right, didn't he? Yeah, and and to be fair, um, Darren Sammy has to take a lot of credit. When Darren Sammy got the, I don't know if the listeners know this, but when Darren Sammy got the head coach's job, there it wasn't met with unanimous 
agreement in the Caribbean, unsurprisingly. Yeah, I was going to um, say, is anything ever met um, unanimously? <laughs> some people in some quarters in the media, they felt he did not have the requisite coaching credentials to be taken on the job mm. as big as yes. the West Indies. But if there's something that Darren Sammy does um, have the credentials in, it's taken a disparate collection of players from all around the region who all have their different cultural sensibilities, as we saw in 2012 and then in 2016 in the T20 World Cup. He's a good man manager, and I think that's the biggest impact he's had on this West Indies team. Let's uh, head back to the ground. Sam Elliott with the England skipper, Joss Butler. I thought it was a great effort with the ball. Obviously, the wicket was uh, different to the one the other day. Obviously, 260 and then only scoring 130 today. I thought, you know, we could have put 160 on the board, would have really challenged the West Indies. But I thought with the ball, it was a great effort to take it as far as we did and stay in the game for as long as we could. Why do you think it was quite tricky out there early on for, for the batsman? How did you find it early on? I think just a bit slower than the other day. Obviously, a used wicket. Uh, I think it plays a little bit differently um, in the daytime as well to under the lights. But, um, yeah, just a used wicket. But sometimes that's what you're uh, presented with and you've got to find ways to adapt. And we have to ask ourselves as a team, you know, could we have found a way to score that extra 25 or 30 runs, which would have, I think, been a good score. There's a World Cup here in six months' time. So I guess five valuable matches for yourself and Matt Moore. What have you learned about your team? Yeah, I think learn lots. Obviously, Phil Salt's had an outstanding series at the top of the order. Uh, I think the intent that he plays with um, is all that we want to be as a team. And obviously, the results he's had doing that, you know, to score back-to-back hundreds and um, be as consistent as he has, has been has been brilliant. Um, it's been great to have a look at Rash and uh, Rayan bowling in the, the same lineup, um, those kind of things. And and I think just gaining valuable time out here. And um, obviously, we wanted to win the series, but and it's important that we make sure we take the learnings um, and get better as a team. We know it's been a long year. We know it's been a tricky couple of months. Maybe this is more of a football phrase than a cricket phrase, Josh. But sometimes players can down tools and sort of almost, you know, throw in the towel, if you like. But at 2-0 down, though, how proud are you of this group of lads after a long year to fight, not just execute their skills well, but to fight for the badge? How much does that mean for you as captain, the fight these lads have showed? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a given um, in an England shirt. And it's a testament to the group. We've stayed together. We've hung tough. It's been tricky at times. Um, but we had some new guys here as well for this trip. We've brought great energy to the team. And um, having guys like Freddie Flintoff around is, uh, gives a lift to everyone. So, uh, yeah, to come back from 2-0 down, uh, if we could have won today, would have been a, a fantastic turnaround. But we showed a lot of strength of character. And overall, as a captain, you think you're going to come out into 2024 uh, a better captain, a more, uh, yeah, a better captain, if you like, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's important. Anytime, you're always learning, I think. Um, I still feel like my best uh, batting is ahead of me in my career, and I feel like I can just get better and better as a captain. So lots to look forward to. But I guess the way you batted in the last couple of games in particular must fill you with a bit of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've batted like that for a long time in T20 cricket, so it's nice to remind myself I, <laughs> I'm still a good player, but um, I always want to get better. I want to be a better player, so um, that's my, what I'll be looking to do in 2024. We're going to wrap up, gents, very briefly. Your overriding thoughts from the series, Mash? Well, Cindy's went into this T20 series needing to continue the momentum. And I guess when you have a series victory like this, it's further evidence that the journey that they're on is the right journey. And it means more people buy into what is going on. But um, up next is Australia in a T20 series away. Uh, Let's see what goes on there. Uh, we haven't got rights to that one. I'm quite pleased about that, actually. Uh, Harmi, and, and your thoughts from a series? England lost, 
Base series. Uh, yeah, they haven't post. had a good 2023. They no. haven't won a great deal. George DeBell's just tweeted. I think the only thing they've won this year is a test match against Ireland and an ODI series against uh, the same nation. But briefly, your thoughts? Yeah, a lot of questions went into this series. I think we've had a lot of answers. Some positive, some negative. I think Matthew Mott, Josh Butler and Rob Key know their 15 going to the Caribbean and America. And I think that, for me, is positive because the, the, the roles that needed filling, I think, got filled. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 